we begin again. Allow me, if you will, to take you on a journey to a town that may resemble your own. This town, though, nestled in between mountains found in the Pacific Northwest, is not real. You won't find it on any maps. No stories or picture books of its pristine landscape and charm. For the sake of this story, it's an amalgamation of all small, friendly towns that defined America before the all-consuming expansion of the information age. A Springfield. Except that it's not. It's Kolok. For reasons that you may one day discover. I am your tour guide. Your unreliable narrator. Game master, if you like. Your chauffeur on the cerebral highway. You, podcast listeners, are my passengers. This show is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hyperrpg and encourages viewership participation. Members of the audience, passengers, make up the town of Kolok and its surrounding areas. So please, buckle up and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Kolak, America's heart. Life is generally easy in Kolak. The spirit of our small town is built around enjoying life, despite our technological empire. Kolak is like Paris. Art, music, and treasures of life are not just incidental. They are central to the spirit of our little town. This is a special gift for visitors and those who live in our vast green valley. Kolak's natural beauty can be thanked to the peaks that tower over us in our four corners, shielding us from the elements. Spend the day at Crater Lake, fed by the ever-flowing Riley River. America's heart. Enjoy our historic Main Street, or take a tour of our world-famous Shepherd's Winery. My favorite. Kolok prides itself in being a world leader in renewable energy and advanced medicine. All thanks to our most famous attraction, Synchroneity Tech. Many new families find their home in Kolok. Brought in to fill one of the country's most exciting genetic research facilities, many open roles. <laughs> Science is at the very soul of Kolok, unlike anywhere else in the world. Gated by nature itself. You found yourself back at the start. Our passengers at the table have been through quite a lot. Perhaps we should let them share from their perspective by sharing a recent page from their journals. M, I think it would be good if we heard from you first this week. There is no roadmap to tell you how to get from the person you used to be to the person you are. It is an unchartable mess of isolated hell, to be honest. There is no map, no guiding voice. You just come out of the other side as the person you are, or you don't come out at all. That's what it feels like now being back in Kolok and three years older than everyone. To be honest with you, it feels a lot longer than that. Feels like I was fighting to survive in the 40s for so long on my own. First against Clarity and then for her and then with her. We each survive in our own way, but 
I know that at its core, everyone must sacrifice to survive. Whether it's a physical sacrifice or an emotional one or a mental one, there must always be sacrifice. In the same way that Phobos explained that with order, there has to be chaos, in survival, there must be sacrifice. I know what I've given up so far, and I know what I can give up in the future if called upon to do so, however hard that may be. But I don't know at what point the value of what I'm giving up will outweigh the value of what I've put upon my own survival. In a sick coincidence, we've reached the nuclear war chapter in history class this week. I keep asking to be excused more often than not because the guilt hits me in waves. Whether or not Clarity and I had been advocating against using the nuclear weapons and only using them as a threat, I still am the reason they found the weapons, figured them out, unwritten or not. I am the sneaking, acidic voice in the ear of an egotistical failing president who was desperate for good ratings and a living legacy. A president who used the weapons not to attack but to quickly threaten and gain the upper hand. Why hadn't I steered them far away from that? Steered my own survival into another more peaceful direction with clarity. Through my actions, I unintentionally sacrificed not only millions of innocent lives for my own survival, but also the chance to ever share my decisions with anyone I'm close to. My friends wouldn't understand. My parents definitely wouldn't understand. In a different way, I don't even think Ven really understands either. So I'm stuck in this riptide of unimaginable guilt, and in my moments of being alone and undistracted, I am pounded over and over by these regrets and this guilt, unable to get a breath in quick enough against the weight of my actions. I couldn't give coherent directions from the person I am to the person I was three years ago, before all this happened, even if I somehow had a map for it. I am an unrecognizable even to myself, but I need to hope that the good selfless parts of me that I loved so much three years ago are still intact and functioning in the face of the next moment of decision. Edwin Lewis Cole once said, You don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there. So all I can hope is to swim towards shore, towards that hope, and if the weight of the waves pull me under, at least I was heading towards the shore instead of sinking. At least I tried. Thank you for sharing your innermost thoughts. I'm sure Mallory's will be just as deep and profound. <laughs> but we must first check in with Laura Bennett, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah. <clears throat> for what it's worth, I'm allowed to feel however I want about whoever I want. And I believe Tibby and everything he said, but I'm not going to pretend that the fact that he went back and looked for me didn't mean something to me. That he knows me out of the context of everything I've been through and still cares? I don't know. Lying comes so easily to me now, and I don't know what to do with all of that. Deceiver. Doesn't matter. Find Mike. Ten lights. Ten pieces of Phobos. Two are gone. Two are gone. 
technically three lights were out. I know what I said. Next up. (laughs) (laughs) It is three, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) The one and only Hank Butcher. Are you still writing your journal? No. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Snitch. Dear Diary, we're back in 1991. If you haven't been following along, I'm talking about the fact that we were fucking time traveling. What a journey that was. <laughs> we learned a lot about the history of Kolok and ourselves. I miss seeing my parents, I guess. I gotta figure out how to see them, but Billy kind of has like custody right now. Maybe I can see them on weekends. We can switch out. While it sucks I can't see them, it's mostly nice. Billy took my place. I've been gone for so long, and I don't have to answer to anyone about it. Which is like more time to help my friends figure out their problems. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll be a good friend for once. We can get their powers back. And find Mike. Whoever that is. Thank you. Henry Baker, Hank Butcher, Billy Baker, whatever it is. <laughs> Next up, to share this paper that they are intended to hand off to their therapist, Mallory Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Finding a job sucks, Mrs. Peg. I thought if you went to school, getting a job was supposed to be easy. Like it was required that if you passed school, they would hand you a job. I don't know. Maybe I'm overqualified for most jobs. I mean, let's take a look at my resume. Colock High graduate, mostly average grades. Taco Bell Express project manager, in parentheses, <laughs> quesadilla specialist. Duties included making crunch wraps. Organizing sauce by heat and overseeing dish duties. Entrepreneur. Purveyor of herbal medicines. Special skills include being my own boss, creativity, dope rhymes, and also almost being the mayor. I really don't understand how I haven't been hired somewhere yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? That's it. (laughs) I'm sure you're... Therapy sessions are quite enlightening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about the cover letter, son. Yeah. yeah. Next up, joining us tonight, someone we haven't got to hear the inner thoughts of before. Someone who's had a real rough go as of late. Mike Mickelson. Who? Exactly. Uh, day. Day. Uh, day seven, I think. I don't know. Still down here, alone. Feels like it's been longer than that, though. Ever since she's left, the passing of time has felt even longer since I have no one to talk to. I know it's a, just a jar of, I don't know, but he was my only friend down here. I'm not even sure anyone would find me down here. Although, I do wonder if I ever get out of here, 
the new Jackie Chan movie has been released since I've been gone. Probably helped me feel better. Thank you, Mike Mickelson. For all those who may, may be tuning in for the first time, welcome to Colock 1991. This is an improvised tabletop RPG experience. You have not seen anything like it. You will be confused. That's okay. Ask questions in the chat and enjoy the ride. But let's begin with the prologue. The black rock in the desert. Again. The ram's skull. The black rock. That piercing light. Unfiltered, so bright it swells with pressure just behind the eyes. A dull pain. Not just there, but everywhere. The skull turns. To face him. He can hear the brittle, dried-out bones scraping against themselves, struggling to speak through a toothless jaw. You are no savior, sad, sad boy. You let him die. I didn't, he cries out. I did. He knows. The black rock, now inside his gut. He grasps at his side. He can feel it growing. Mickey's hand on his shoulder. It's okay. It's not your fault. It never is, is it? The bones beneath his hands, bones that are not his own, break, their collapse echoing through his skull, his friend beneath him crying in pain. Did they already forget about me, Tibby? I did. I can only think about my problems right now. This is my problem. I'm the problem. The body is gone. Beneath his hands, a charred and crumpled piece of paper. He tries to bring the piece of paper to its former flat self, but he cannot. Every tug of a corner reveals a new fold, forever unfolding. He gives up again. The black rock sits at the end of a flooded sidewalk. The water breaks along its edges, but it remains immovable. Stop! I know I'm not actually there for anyone. You are too heavy to lift. He is too weak to move the black rock. If the water can't do it, how could he give up? The sign above Miss Smith's desk, give up. She looks at him, reaffirming the sign's intent. Six more candles flicker, their last flame, leaving only his own. But it's not a candle. It's a black rock. Tibby Devon awakes from this dream in a sweat. His heart races. He hears the sound of his mom's keys hitting the kitchen counter. Must be around 5 a.m. She's just finished her night shift. It takes the sound of bacon fat popping in hot oil to finally calm him down. It's been two nights since he stepped out of that tunnel. Two nights, but the same haunting dream. Act 1.
We begin again, August 22nd, 4.30 p.m. But he wouldn't know that. Time has become quite abstract for young Mike Mickelson. The days that he's been down in this hole. It feels like it was just moments ago, or was it an eternity? Did it even happen? That strange jar of flesh that escaped this captivity. The last friend you had. Where even is this, Mike? Back then, Mike, you remember the hatch opening. The ceiling was a red cherry-like wood. But now, just through the crack of the hatch as it opens, you can see that ceiling is white spackle. Were you moved? You're not sure. Maybe your mind's playing tricks on you, Mike. You only glimpse in brief moments the traveler as he cracks the hatch to kick some canned food below. You find this strange, Mike. The traveler used to gloat. He was in his mind untouchable. Something must have changed. Something that even you, though delirious, could notice. The traveler's not showing his face. What could cause someone so proud to hide from someone as low as you? Maybe he is now lower than you. Maybe he fears, Mike, that you know this. And that if you, Mike, know that he is weak, you could escape. Mike, could you roll your grit for me? Difficulty of five. Oh, it's only a D4? Yes. That's a shame. It's a two. That's a two. You only have two tokens available, Mike. That's not going to do it for you. You wonder, but it's hard for you to place. You're weak. You haven't had a proper meal. And who knows how long at this time. But you do hear him stomping around up there. Moving back and forth around this place. And in that moment you start to notice the sounds of his footsteps are different than they used to be. No longer do you hear the creak, crack of the old wood floors of what you could only assume was the cabin that you had once been staying in. Now those footsteps muffled. Roll your brains, difficulty of four. It's a four. Like carpet. You can't remember being moved. You've been doing your best to keep yourself lucid. But something is definitely different. can sense something's off. You hear him coming towards the door. He begins to unlock something, the hinge on the outside. But then you hear a muffled yell from a room further in this place. And he quickly stomps away. Roll your brains, difficulty of four again. It's a five. You could safely assume, Mike, 
that he unlocked the hatch and walked away. Uh, climb their ladder where to climb up the to reach the hatch indeed there is uh, I want to climb up and try to peek through you start to lift this hatch you're in a house white walls pinkish purple drapes you see an old couch velvet in the opposing room. You're not one to usually make assumptions, but in this instance, it might be safe to assume this is the house of an older woman. You hear commotion going on in the back of the house. As you peek through this hatch, though, you do see in front of you. You are in a kitchen. You can see through this kitchen to one opposing side to that wall where the couch was and the other a long hallway shooting towards the front entrance. The commotion's coming from that side of the house. Roll your brains for me one more time. Quite easy roll. Difficulty of three. It's a four. As you start to pick this up a little bit higher, becoming just a little bit more brave, you see just above you on this kitchen wall a telephone. I want to run to this, uh, well not run, I want to like, sort of, sneakily run to, not run, walk to the telephone. Would you like to try to do this without being seen is what you're saying, without yes, making any sound? without many, making any sound. Roll your brains for me, difficulty of six. It's a two. You only have three tokens available, Mike, that's not going to do it. As you get up out of the hatch, you fail to recognize how weak you how long it's been since you've lifted your own body weight. As you start to put this hatch down, the weight of it as it starts to swing with gravity surprises you, slipping from your fingers as a loud hits. You hear the commotion in the back stop. I'm going to give you an opportunity to hide in this kitchen quickly. Roll your flight for me, difficulty of six. Do any of those stats have a plus one, by the way? My brawn and my charm. Okay. Is that flight right? It's a four. Flight's a d20. Oh, sorry. D20. It's an eight. You're very good at running away. You have an opportunity to hide in this kitchen. Where do you hide as you hear the footsteps? Moving around in the back, it must be in some sort of bedroom. They heard the noise. They're coming towards you. Where do you hide? Is there a uh, cabinet large enough for me to fit into? Sure. You succeeded the role. Tell me what you do. Um, I, Mike sees a cabinet that holds an iron. Uh, and he opens the cabinet and gently goes in there and closes the door behind him. The footsteps grow louder as they come down the hall. You can barely see through the crack as the door is not able to shut all the way with the size of your body inside with the ironing board. Just through this crack, the small sliver of light, you get a quick glimpse of the Traveler, the man that some refer to as Justin. But he's not right. 
he too seems weak, frail. He walks with a limp and with a hurry. He moves quickly over to the hatch, resets the lock, and stomps his foot on top of it, and quickly moves his way back down the hall from which he came. How far is the telephone from where I'm at right now? Fairly close. You're pretty good at running. Would you like to make a run for the telephone? Yes. Roll your flight for me. Difficulty of six. It's eleven. You're able to quickly dart from that wall to the telephone. As you pick it up, you instinctively call what number? Um. Um. I, I call my uh my job number where, where I work at the gas station. The phone rings. And rings. And rings. Come on, come on, come on, come on. There's no answer. You notice now, and this moment, as you're waiting, these tense moments between each and every individual ring, like time has slowed. You start to look around you. You see through a small window in the kitchen. It's raining outside. You can't even remember the last time it rained, especially like that. Finally, you hear the notification from the operator. No one's picking up. Um, there's no like voice messaging, right? Just there's I don't hear any voice messages. Just goes to. Uh, I want to hang up the phone and dial the operator. Okay. I'm going to have you roll your brains for me here. I know you're quite delirious. Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of five. That's a two. You've been trapped down in that hole for a while, Mike. You have three tokens available. Would you like to use them? No. Okay. You call the operator. Hello? 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 Uh, yes, um... How may I assist you today? I, I need some, uh, help. I, um, I'm in a... Uh, I don't know, uh, a house of some sort? What do you mean you need help, son? I, I, I'm... Uh, who am I speaking to? This is, uh, Michael Mickelson. Of... Uh, uh, I, I worked at the gas station, um... I'm sorry. Did you say you're a Mickelson? Yes, yes. Mickelson. I only know of one Mickelson family. There's no Mike. Uh, but they're my family. I mean, could you just get me in contact with them? Your and family? I... Yes. This call's coming from Kolok. Are you a Kolok resident, sir? Uh, yes. Please, just help me. I'm in... I'm Is this in... another prank call? No, it's not a prank call. I don't sound... Why would it be a prank call? Because it wouldn't be the first time the Mickelson boys have called us with a prank. Uh, well, this is not a prank. I'm in trouble. Please help me. How may I assist you? Could you just get me in contact with uh, my family? The Mickelsons? Hashing you through. You hear the phone begin to ring again. Come on, please pick up. Please pick up, please pick up. You hear the voice of your mother on the other end of the line. Hello? Hello? Mom! I'm... Who is this? Uh, 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 
this is, um, your son. This isn't funny. I'm, I'm, I'm not being, I'm not joking. This is, this is me. This is Mike. All of my sons are in front of me right now. Who is this? Who's calling my house? This is, this is Mike, Mike Mickelson. Mick, I'm sorry, but there's no Mike Mickelson here. The phone hangs up. You start to hear the sound of commotion in the other side of the room again. You can hear another voice. And then you also notice, even though you never saw the traveler exit that room, you watch him cross from the garage on the right as you quickly duck down behind the counter. His tall, slender, naked form moving across quickly back into that same room, the room that you never saw him leave. Roll your brains for me one more time, difficulty of four. It's, uh, I oh, guess it blows exploded. up. Exploded. Yeah. Roll nice. it again. Okay, it explodes again. It's, uh, so that's, uh, 16? Okay. Right next to you, as you've leaned down next to this cupboard, hiding from the traveler as he passes through, you see a sticker for major video. You remember when you were scouting out, hunting down the location of those kids. Cheese, this maybe fictional, imaginary person that you created, not even a person, a small object, a jar of flesh that spoke to you, was an employee of Major Video, along with that Imbeth Peg girl that you and the Traveler had been following around. Maybe Cheese is there. Maybe this imaginary friend of yours was leading you there. Do you call the number? Yes. There must be someone answered his phone number. Please, please, please. I start dialing a number. You dial, and we'll return to you momentarily. We begin again. 12.30 p.m. Last lunch at Colock High. Tibby Devon sits next to the lone Imbeth Peck. <laughs> hey, um, uh, can I sit here? Yeah, I, why do you need to ask, Tibby? Where- I, don't, I don't know, you seem tense. No, it'd be great. I mean... I haven't seen any of you guys. Mickey went home. I don't know what's going on. Her dad, like, called her out from school, and I haven't heard from her or anything. I I know that they were really upset about everything. And Yeah, um, my parents were going to keep me home, but last time they grounded me, I got to play Sega Dreamcast, and so they were like, you have to go to school this time. Um, Sucks. Uh, it's kind of pointless, right? School? I mean, like, for me. I'm sorry. You Why should, is it pointless for you? Was, you like, should education still really, you don't... Was education, like, really good in 1943? Yeah, to be. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So, like, schools were better back then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's a Dreamcast, by the way? I'm... I might have gotten the name wrong. It's a video game console. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um... How are you holding up? I don't really got a chance to talk since we came back through the hole. 
I mean, good. It just feels like... I, I don't like school anymore. And if I'm being forced to go to school and go to work. And... I don't know. It just feels weird being back in this life when I already lived three years in another life. And my parents don't understand and I can't tell them about it. And... The only way I can see Ven is by calling her. And every time I call, Mallory's always like, Oh, she's busy. Oh, I can't let you talk to her. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, the phone's crackling out. Yeah, he has a hard time understanding that's never going to happen. Yeah. I mean... Kind of like that with a lot of things, though. He means well, yeah, I think. I, know. I hope he's okay. I, I really worry about him, like... He's been hanging out with Henry a lot more lately, and... Oh, great. They're kind of like the two least stable people I know. They're like the two destructive people in our friend group. Yeah. I'm just really worried he's going to do something I can't heal him from. Well, I mean, we all have to make our own decisions, Tibby. If, if he wants to jump down another hole, it's not on you. It's not on me. I can't keep saying it's on me. We're supposed to look out for each other, though, right? I mean, I know it took us three years to get you, but we came and got you, and it was only, like, yeah, but a couple that hours for us. Yeah, but that was your fault. That was me. I'm the one that made you guys wait three years to come get me again. I don't know that... why. Why do you think you did that to yourself? I don't know Are there any yet. sort of, like, crazy life experiences you had to live through that your future self would have made sure happened? I mean, not that I know of. It would have been nice to not go through six months of questioning from Clarity Prime. That would have been great. Yeah. Maybe but... she wanted you to learn stuff about Clarity Prime. Or maybe you and this uh, Vin girl end up getting married one day and she knew that you had to stay there until you guys connected and you would get to have this like great future together, even though... Yeah. Even though what? Why'd you even know that? That was actually a really nice thing to think about. Even though. Well, in the future, you seem like she had a That's like, oh, I hope you and Mickey stay together forever, even though. Like, what the fuck is that, Tibby? Do you, do you think that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my parents were kind of high school sweethearts. Maybe you guys can be high school sweethearts. My mom told me not to get too attached, that everybody like just fools around in high school and then college. And Well, if you go to college, if I'm lucky enough to go to college. so. Well, I don't think Mickey's like your mom, Tibby. Yeah, I know. Okay. Thank, thank Wait, God. Don't take it hard on your mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be on her side. Wait. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I just wish she'd settle down. She's a free spirit. 70s weren't too long ago. Where you can you were conceived in the seventies, see? Free spirit. I just like miss having like a dad. Well, I never really had one. I think about it a lot. That's I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um So I guess we're like the only ones left now. That Billy Baker fake one over there is like too good for us now and just sits by himself and Yeah. And he's all like doing good in school and stuff and he won't talk to me, and he's not really our Billy, though, so, I mean, our Henry, whatever. His so. new friends keep making fun of me in the halls. It's kind of weird. You You're know? like a woman now. 
Yeah. That's weird. It's probably really weird to have like 16-year-old boys make fun of you when you're like a woman. Yeah, they all are not attractive to me anymore. They seem very immature. Wait, they're not attracted to you anymore? I thought that would Attractive. I don't find them attractive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, you used to find them attractive? No, not really. I mean... I interpreted that wrong because it sounds like the way you you were trying to say it is like you used to find Billy and his friends attractive. I was Billy's only friend. Did you used to find me and Billy attractive? No, I didn't used to find you and Billy (laughs) attractive. No! I dated Sebastian, but I wouldn't date Sebastian again as I am now. Oh, yeah. You you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I get it. So I'm glad you're back. It's like nothing ever changed. Yeah. Except that these floods won't stop. Yeah. Do you think that has to do with us? I don't know. I mean, every weird thing is us, right? I don't know. That feels really self-important. If we're acting like everything that happens is because of us. But maybe there's stuff we don't know about. Well, I mean, everything in the past was our fault. Why can't weather be our fault, too? I don't know. That seems kind of like a god complex. Like, I, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't think we're that important. Yeah. What do you have going on after school? Well, we were. Um, I was talking to uh, Henry earlier, and he's been trapped at, at Mallory's. Um, so we were all going to go by your work, if that's cool, and talk about a plan as a group. Okay. Uh, sure. I mean, we got to find Mike, right? And yeah. The diary. The store's been super busy because of the rain, and like, it'll be cool, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Because you can't really leave work to go hang out at Mallory's place, so. No, and I'm pulling doubles. Like, do you need a job to be? Because you could. I mean, help I... me out. I mean, it'd be fun. We could bond more. Okay. Don't make that face. That's kind of offensive. <laughs> I just, I don't want, like, Mickey to get weird about it, you know? Why would she get weird about it? You'd be... About us bonding? You'd be I making money to take her on dates. You know? That's cool. Do you think she'd be cool with me, like, bonding with another girl? Yeah, I think she would. She's okay, pretty cool. level-headed. Cool. I, I mean, I appreciate the offer, but I think Mom would be really upset because... Like, she works three jobs, and I'm supposed to take care of the house, and I've been gone a lot lately and keep going missing and stuff, and she's pretty stressed about it. Okay. And I think, uh, you know, I should probably just make sure that the house is taken care of. Mm. Like a housewife. What's wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. I'm, I mean, your mom could theoretically work two jobs and you work one job, and then she gets to, like, relax a little bit at home. Yeah, but I, like, don't have a car... And I'm very inexperienced. I don't think I would make as much money as she could with her third job. Okay, Tibby. I can see we're just going to walk in circles around this, huh? I mean, her and I have talked about it, but she thinks I'm better served at home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you guys want to come by, it'd be great. If okay. All I have to do is think about Cheese when I'm there. And how he's not there because of us. Is you guys' computer system still working? I know, like, the servers went down for everybody else. Most of the stuff I use it for is local. I haven't really tried getting on the internet. Yeah, I never really used the bulletin board or whatever it's called. 
but it seems like everybody's really it. upset about it. Yeah, he's like really high strung now, because he can't go in there and vent. Yeah, that didn't have anything to do with us, did it? Not everybody that. keeps saying it has something to do with the mayor, and everybody's like mad, and there's been people literally saying that even Mallory Jenkins could have done a better job. No. Yes. No. I heard a couple of the teachers talking about it. They were like, that expletive, there's no way he could have, but, That's you only know. because of my campaign that I set up. The marketing that I set up for him made him look really good, and then he ruined all that during his campaign. <sighs> cool. God. Well, um, I, I should probably get back to... Yeah. Six periods about to start, so we'll um, we'll see you at major video later, and yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll bring Vin. All right, is it okay to bring her out like in public? I oh shit, I'm not sure. We'll dress it, her up. Nobody what if they're all know. looking for? They know we came back. What do you mean? Who would be looking for? Clarity. Who knows we came back to 1991? Clarity. Oh right. Oh Tibby. Wait. Have you ever been held back? <laughs> Do you mean, like, physically? Or... Like, I'm a late bloomer, but I'm still taller than Billy now. I mean, Henry. That's enough of an answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for, you know, coming over to check in and say hi. That's nice. Yeah. Just worried about you. I don't know what it'd be like to have to be a full-grown woman and still be in school. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You probably got up to some real crazy stuff in 1940s, right? You were working with the president. <laughs> like, you're now like the most famous person we know. I mean, it's not really relevant to us because nobody really cares about who the president was in the 40s. But if you think about it, if that was now and you were hanging out with the president, you would be like a rock star. <sighs> pretty cool yeah to be a rock star sure uh i'm gonna go get ready for my next class yeah. okay um, well we'll see you tonight yeah yeah i'll see you tonight 3 30 p.m the home of mallory jenkins henry baker watches old episodes of the andy griffith show with clarity seven or at least they've been calling her vin She's, to put it lightly, extremely, extremely bored. Bored might be a very nice way to put it. She doesn't find Henry to be all that funny, to be all that enjoyable to be around, despite <laughs> how Henry sees himself, which is to be the most fun to be around. <laughs> I want to pull out a piece of paper and start drawing something. Do you want me to ask what you're drawing? Hold on. So you want me to ask what you're drawing? Hold on. <laughs> so you want me to ask what you're drawing? In a sec. Okay. Why are we watching this show, by the Look, way? Look, it's you overlapping you. It's a Venn diagram. Oh, <sighs> You don't like Andy Griffith? I guess it's better than Venn diagrams. 
Huh. You know that that's not my name, right? That's just what. Yeah, I actually had a question about me. that. I feel like we should spell it differently. I okay. think. Okay, I think we should spell it V I I N. Like Roman numerals. Because the thing about Ven, like V E N, is like, what if we're talking about 11? Like, if there were 11 of you, you could also that could also be a. There's only 10 of us, but there's 11 if you count Clarity Prime. All right, so let's change the spelling. What do you say? You know I don't care either way. My name's Clarity. Ho ho ho! You are so awful to talk to. <laughs> this has been like building up and building up, and like I don't know. Why don't you say like something? Why don't you start a conversation with me, or like hang out somewhere else? But if like we're gonna sit here and chill, like be chill. I was told to wait here because people might be looking for me. All right, well, I'm going to wait over here. I'm going to get up and move to, like, a recliner. Are we still going to be watching the Andy Griffith show? the TV. Yeah. Love this part. What's happening? Citizen's arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Barney Fife just did a U-turn in the middle of the street, and Gomer Power runs up and citizens arrest him. (laughs) (laughs) I walked into that one. (laughs) You hear the jangle of keys on the front door. Mallory Jenkins and Laura Bennett have come home. Mallory had to pick her up from work with his car. Mm. His station wagon that goes by another name. If you want to be ridiculous. Flamethrower. That's what sure. it's called. Okay. It's a, name name. Of it. it's a car. I like, but I like the name though. The two of you arrive to see that Henry Baker has not left the spot that he was in when you all left for your jobs this morning. Dude, have you moved at all today? No. Well, I just moved like 20 seconds ago. Yeah, I was going to say he's in a different seat. <laughs> also, Ben, sorry, we can call you Ben, right? I did have a question. It's not my name, but that's fine. Um, so I was thinking, so there's technically 10 of you, but with Prime, that's 11. And if it's spelled V-E-N, then that's kind of... Oh, my God. That's I was kind just of saying like this. 11. It doesn't matter. I'm just it could the exact same thing. Okay, but her name's Clarity, so like, don't fucking worry about it. Well, right, but we're calling we're her Ben, her and Ben though. is... We said it because it was here's, seven. Here's what I proposed. I said we should spell it V-I-I-N. That's like genius. Like the Roman numeral. That, wait, that's what thin. I was thinking. Wait, 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 wait. Is N a Roman numeral? Because no. that would not be seven. That would mess it up. Well, you know what? For the sake of this conversation, yes, it is. How many tokens do I have? No, he's not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah, I am. <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> And when I said earlier, let me clarify that they were coming back from their respective jobs. Laura Bennett has been working for the Parks Department now that she's back from the tunnel. She's been helping with the flooding around town and at the parks. Mallory Jenkins, on the other hand, has been out job hunting. He doesn't have a job yet. But that's more than, say, Henry Baker has been doing. Or Clarity, if we're being super honest. Soul breadwinner. This is fine, and I'm not stressed about it at all. What would you have me do? I don't know. I'm so glad you I've been told that I have to stay here. Yeah, but like. I thought this would be nice, leaving the oppression that I was under, escaping the servitude. 
I'm but gonna... I'm now trapped in this house day in and day out I'm with trapped this with child. Her, okay, Laura, you made me think it was fun hanging out with adults, but she sucks. <laughs> I'm forever 17 years old. Yeah. You... I have been you living as a 17-year-old for too long, okay? You're practically 40, probably. Maybe... I'm not the one that put on the Andy Griffith show. Look, look, look. Andy Griffith's we... great comedy. Can we just stop fighting for a second? Because I think I've made, I found a solution. Sev. That's like seven. Also 17. I love that. You want to change my name again? Well, because Van is a little confusing. Girl, do you care? Do you know anyone else that you call Van? Well, no, but... We... How is it confusing? Well, because there's Eleven. two... I understand Eleven. you not wanting to call me Clarity, considering that She's the individual answer. that yeah. you know as Clarity was someone that you killed, and you may not want to think about that often. Well, it's just a little That's confusing. We're trying to avoid it's, confusion. It's super confusing. Also, I had the other thought of, like, even, and seven's an odd number. That's I didn't even think of that. That's a Why good point. Why is this happening? Really smart. Oh Why? my god. I reached into my backpack. I got her hair. What color is Clarity's hair? It's blonde. Cool. Yeah, I def I picked up hair dye from the store and I just chuck it at her. What is this? Dye your hair red so you can go outside. Because you're making this how like it's not your fault. But this makes me crazy. There's another so problem. Okay? I'm a person who technically crashed on a ship in 1901 and has been living as a slave for yeah. someone that you know for the last roughly 40 years. I walked through a portal with your friend to be in now 1991. Yeah. And I'm being told that I need to be more responsible and get out of the house and do things rather than this child who has just been sitting here and watching you know, TV all day. Be, He's been the through child later. a lot. But He's been through a lot. What would you, what Hold would, on. What Don't you, you want to visit... Don't you want to see M again? Sure, that'd be great. So dye your fucking hair, get a pair of glasses, and go outside. It's raining. No one's going to be able to, like... We could have gone out. The detail acuity isn't side. anything right now. I'm covered in... It's wet. No one cares. Just go outside if you want to go outside. Fine. I will excuse myself. Look, we could have gone outside if you would just tell me what your plan is that you won't tell me, even though you pulled me aside... In the past, and you were like, find me in the future, because because we're going to stop it all. As she's walking towards the restroom, she leans from around the corner. I was using you. I told you this already. <laughs> well, Dude, no, I love sucks, you, Clarity. Now, what is that code for, though? That's not if you cool. and that break up, not cool. Consider your girl. What's up? I still am trying to crack that. No, it's not a code. I was using She's you. just really rude. I was using you. No, I told you that before. Before. Maybe we need like a battleship. There's like a B and a four, right? What? And if you or like bingo, the I, I follow. Like bingo, B four, B four. Like there's got to be a pattern. I was using you, letter U. Maybe. Here's another issue I have with Clarity Seven. Is like there's also a Clarity Prime, and there's like all kinds of prime numbers. Seven being one of them. Mm -hmm. Come on. It's like why don't we just very confusing. <laughs> I really thought that Sev, I thought she'd be happy when I said Sev, because Sev is a cool name. Would you not want to be called Sev? Sev's great. Yes, you oh hear God. a knock on the door. I run to the door. <laughs> you open it. Hi, hey, what's up? I, I'm here. Oh, fuck me. It's worse. And I just <laughs> <laughs> allow Tibby in. Good to see you. All right. We Tibby, Tibby, question, quick. Hey. Before we say anything, what do you think of the name Sev? Do you think it's a cool alternative to Ven? Because there's also a Ven in Eleven. 
why is there being a Vin and Eleven weird? Because it could be confusing. It's confusing she's a seven. to me. You? It's confusing to you? Yeah. What's your name today? <laughs> it's Henry. It's been Henry for like a week, okay? Your name was Billy Baker, and then everyone else started calling you Hank, and now you're saying that your name's Henry. I said it was Henry from the start. But you're saying that you get to choose whatever name you want, but this girl from the 40s can't choose whatever name she wants? Well, her, she's choosing Clarity, and there's too many of them. There so you go. There's, there's just a lot problem. of Clarity. And there's too many Billies? Why so we... you chose Henry? Yeah, actually. Oh, I actually backed up your point with the name, too. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm so saying. So what do you think of Sev? <laughs> it's... Doesn't matter. Hey, can we go find Mike or do literally anything else than bitch about Clarity Seven? Yeah, what, no, it's some... just I sit here all day with her, and she's just like, "We're just gonna watch Andy Griffith, really." And What's I'm like, "We have two plan? channels. Why What's are your you plan, dude? only just watching Andy Griffith all day? Well, like, what are you gonna do? I can't go home. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I thought maybe. What if you use some of that hair dye? I could. Maybe and then like... you like got contacts. He's shaved. He has a shaved head, like. Both of us. You're the only one that doesn't right. have cool hair right now. Maybe I, I, uh, maybe yeah, I, I homeschool myself. Oh my god, I just thought about if we all go out in public together, are people going to think we're some kind of cult? You were already in a cult, so. Look, that's not funny. We're not supposed to talk about that anymore, okay? If you think about it, though. I'm like, every time I go home, I have to start scrubbing the spray paint off the side of my house that they left. Wait, Who what? knew that religious people were so fucking crazy? Oh. I mean, a lot Sorry. of people. They're really upset. I assumed. I knew that they were. Oh, I'm not the Messiah. Paint my house. Yeah. I that feel does like actively suck. Go ahead. It's just I miss kind of having my powers right now. Can't you just be like, yeah. none of that paints there. Yeah, but you would destroy a. You Wait, yeah, but I mean, come on. There's no more other. You're the reason right? none of us have our powers anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm regretting it right now. I'm trying to level with you. Okay. <sighs> okay. Well, what's your plan, man? Like. Okay, well, we had a couple things. We're going to find Mike Mickelson, and then we're going to go... That's a good start. No, I mean... We're going to go touch something. What are you going to do? Henry, what are you going to do? You're not Billy anymore. I don't... You just let... I don't know. You let a fake you take your life. I'm thinking about it. And now you're just sitting here watching Andy Griffith all day. He's not a fake me. He's more me than me. That's not true. What does that even mean? That means I, I was put in this stupid body. Like, come on. I mean... Huh. I... No one gets it. They could have put me in any body. Like, there are so many coma bodies. And they put me in this one. Yeah, I'm the girl version of my brother. So, I fucking feel you. You don't get to pick. But, like, it's about what you do next. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'll, I'll figure something out. I'm not here to rush you. Just give... I am. Seven. Get your shit together. Okay, Teddy. What, calm what down. should I do? I don't know, maybe you shouldn't have put fake Billy in your place, because now that fake Billy mm. just sits on the other side of the cafeteria, and I have to be like, oh, hey, Bi oh, no, wait, that's not my friend, that's some person I don't even know, and you're just sitting here watching TV all day. That sounds so hard for you, Tibby, I'm so sorry. Yo, dude, your friend misses you. Just, like... What she said, but less emotional. Don't call me a fucking emotional. I didn't call you emotional, you were being emotional. Alright, alright. Shit. I I'll come back to school, and I'll be... Henry Baker, Billy's cousin. That's why we look so much alike. Do you have any documentation or paperwork to support that? No, but like, I work. Who I even mean, asks we, uh, for that? I, well, do I, I? This is outside. Do I still own that law office? That law office doesn't exist anymore. I thought it was just disappeared, though. Like I could still 
theoretically go into it. Have you checked? No, I haven't checked. Oh, that's true. Lots of stuff's different. Okay, back to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I told him we were going to meet her at Major Video so we could discuss, like, our plan. Uh, Like, while she's at work? Yeah, where else are we going to meet up? She can't meet us here because she's at work, so we'll meet her at work. You know, I haven't put in an application there yet, and given that cheese is missing, they might be looking for an employee of my expertise. You should absolutely apply there. Yeah. Definitely. If you need a reference, please list me. I bet M would put in a really good word for you. Sure. She probably sure. thinks you're an extremely responsible adult that could handle a job no problem. Definitely. She was your campaign manager, so she knows you extremely she well. She would think that. And Wait, she would know that. I've never loved What if I also than... worked there? We could all also work there. Also a really good idea. You don't Wait, need documentation start... to work for M. She'll just start... hire you and put all of her life That's on the line so to, smart. St- to stand up That's for actually you. That's a great idea. I yes. can start making money, and then I can start like living on my own. Where's this Pibby Ben, the one that talks sense all the time? <laughs> he walks out the front door. <laughs> I guess we it's should wait out me. there, you idiot. Do we follow him? I, guess, I mean, I have a car. I don't know why he walked out. You hear your car door open <laughs> and close. I'm gonna. I think he's taking my car. Tippy. And, and I'm gonna, gonna run, run to the garage. <laughs> As you run out there, you see that he's sitting in the passenger seat. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm driving. You're driving. I'm gonna race to the driver's side. I want to go knock on the door wherever Ven is. Are you coming? How does this? I think this is working. I have red all over my hands. You're supposed to use the little. Pla- Can I come in? Sure. Fine. As you walk in the door, you see that she is absolutely covered in red dye. <sighs> her hands, her head. I'm sorry, I didn't have anything like this it's in the okay. 40s. I got Ooh, you. Girl stuff. I'm gonna go to the car. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we'll meet you there. Fucking. Hold st- How did you get it on your elbow? It's fine. So you would like to stay and help yeah. her. The rest of you leave for major video. And by the rest of you, I mean Henry Baker, Mallory, and Tippy. 4.30 p.m. Major video. Mallory Jenkins has already handed you his application, asked you to put in the good word with your boss. How did you respond to that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to put it in a shredder that's right next to <laughs> What the fuck? I just spent well, a lot of hold, time on this. Hold on. Hold on. Roll your charm for me, please. <laughs> Against your brains. Three. Five. <laughs> How many tokens you just... do I <laughs> Is that an honest question? <laughs> yeah. You have 14. <laughs> How many do I have? You have two. What? <laughs> okay. I would cool. like to use three tokens. <laughs> so you see her shred your application. <laughs> what the fuck? You... I just spelled that out. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to... Yeah. I Why did you give it to me and say fill this out if you were just gonna put it in the shredder? Because it kept you from talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. That's cruel and unusual. I had to answer a lot of questions about myself, very personal questions. Oh, right. Like gender, age, date of birth. Yeah. Now people. That's well, so I guess hard, no one's Mallory. gonna know how old I am because you shredded it. It's a dog eat dog world, I mean, Mallory. I, I want to hand 19. her my application. <laughs> <laughs> It really sucks, buddy. <laughs> How what? do you respond? I'm going to look at it. I'm going to like fold it. And I'm just going to put it under the register. I'll be like, yeah, I'll give this to my manager. The, and look at Mallory. 
<laughs> Can't win them all. I don't understand. A cab pulls up out front. You see Laura Bennett and Vin step out and make their way inside. Much to your surprise, Vin's hair is a bright, bright red. It looks good, though. You, you changed your hair. Hello, Em. It uh, looks good. It's you. I thought so, too. We're calling her Sev good. now. We're not it's doing that. It's less confusing. Sev. I'm a problem solver. You could use me around here, first of all. Do you want to be called Sev? Did they ask if you want to be called Sev? I would prefer to be called Clarity. That's my name. Uh, what about, like, okay. Claire? How or about Clarity, like she just Claren. said? How about we go with what she said and we'll call her Clarity from now on? Because she can decide. I feel like you're giving me a lot of a dirty look right now, and I did not deserve it. She it's keeps talking in code Mallory. to me. Did she talk in code like... to you before? I've not been talking in code she to She said to I've me. I've been very frank with I've my... been Let's using... let this play out. What's I've going on? been using you. Mm. I told you this before. Right. Yes. Okay. Before. Did you do... Did you add up the, like, numerical values of each letter? Do you guys letter? need a dictionary? Bin. Bin. There's, like... It's like a... Uh... Okay, everyone. Enough. We're all together. It's time. Mallory, you have no chance. Just stop it already. Everyone thinks you're desperate it's not and it's a, sad. Damn. No. Just it, stop. This is like when Tiggy punched you the I other time. Can I kiss Clarity in front of Mallory? You may. You don't even have to roll your charm <laughs> for that. You've been established to be in a relationship. Great. I don't feel great about that. For cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. Mallory just looks like a little like... Okay. okay. I get it. Wow. I'm just... It's weird that you would do that in front of us as if to mock our ability to not do that. I know Mickey's not here. Thanks for rubbing it in. But not like we would do that kind of PDA in front of you all to make Henry and Mallory and Laura feel bad about their lack of a romantic partner. It was done okay, it Mallory. Mallory. Bad. Definitely when you say done that. Before M, also. M just needed some clarity. <laughs> what? I swear to God, Tibby, if you... Who are you trying to high-five? Tibby, if you high-five him, I'm going to punch you in the Tibby? balls. Tibby? Can I... Don't do I'd it. I'd like to have a three-way high-five it. <laughs> No. Don't you do it. Mm. Okay. Well, all right. All right. Let, let's focus. What happened? We used to be so in sync, and now he's f- telling us to focus. You won't even high five. Well, because there's a person's life on the line, and this is the first time we've been able to get together after the tunnel. <sighs> yes. I know right, it's right, been crazy. Right, right. I know we're all probably grounded in a lot of trouble, but Super let's not grounded. forget that, you know, our parents don't understand, and the town doesn't understand that there are bigger things going on. And we're at the center of that. Yeah. So we need to find that diary and. We need to save this Mike person that she swore existed. But so why don't we just go back to the cabin? That's where we were before. That's where he was supposed to be. Okay, there wasn't so a basement but we went the to the cabin. we went to the cabin. Why didn't we see him? I, I don't know. The, the the portal opened up. The phone begins yeah. to ring. Ugh! Can you guys just be quiet for a second? Probably I'm not. Answer it. Hi, thank you for calling Major Video, where you get major discounts on your favorite videos. This is M Beth. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. Um, how can I help you? Uh, um, I need, I need help. Cool, how can I um, help you? Uh, do you know Cheese? Yeah, um, he doesn't really work here anymore. Um, Cheese told me to, uh, I guess, contact this number in case I... Was he giving any... out discounts again? Uh, no, no. This is the major video, right? Yes, this is major video. Um, uh, 
Well, my name is Mike, and and uh, she's told me to contact this number in case it's in trouble. Wait, Mike? Guys, Mike. Get the last name. Call. Yeah, Mike. What's your uh, What's your last name? Just uh, trying to screen the call. Um, uh, Mickelson. Mickelson, right? Mike, we're coming shut for up, you. Shut, we're- shut up. Uh, where where are you, Mike? We were uh, Wait, you, you know of me. Cheese came to us and told us about you. Are you? He said you were in a basement or something. I, we tried to find you, but uh, we got really sidetracked. Mike, you have to quickly duck down. Roll your flight for me. As you see another one of these tall, slender, naked Justin slash the Traveler moving from the garage area directly into that back room. Again, you never saw one come out. But you hear him walk through. You hear a loud commotion. I need you to roll your flight for me. Difficulty of five. Hold on. Uh, it's a four. You have three tokens available. Would you like to use one? I'll just use one, yeah. To not be seen. As you quickly duck down, holding the phone tight to your face, trying not to make any sound as you hear this commotion going on at the back of the house. Uh, what? Uh, uh, what's what's listen, listen. I can't make much noise. Uh, I'm in trouble. What Keep is trouble. Uh, okay. Uh, it could be a prank call. Like, uh, uh, yeah, a prank call at this time. I don't, where know, is I don't know where I'm at now. It, it's like there's some sort of old house. or. Do you know who who took you? Who's like... It's an old house. Can you look out any windows? Uh, may I look out the window to see if any I see anything? As you start to look up and look around, you notice that it's gone silent just momentarily in the house. Oh, oh. Something is going on. Oh, no. Are As you, you still- turn your head looking back towards that room, trying to lean around the corner as to not be seen, You see the Traveler dragging, pulling the body of a boy you recognize. A boy that you know the Traveler and you were looking for. Keeping an eye on that of the young Billy Baker. As his body begins being drugged down this hallway, he turns and makes direct eye contact with you. I need you to roll your brains for me. Difficulty of six. It's a four. You have two tokens available. I'll use them. Mike, standing between you and the exit at the front of this house is this tall, slender, naked man that you know as the Traveler, who you've seen do countless horrible things, who used you for months convinced you that he was your only friend using your ability to make people forget to control this town kept you in that hole the second that ability went away you drop the phone you hear the phone drop you can hear him breathing on the other side you also hear the sound of someone loudly, quickly moving towards him. Now, on that successful brains roll, you look to the side, unable to move past that general direction towards that front door. You see the best option, which is just to your right. The hatch. The key still in the lock, though it may be locked, the key in it. If you succeed this flight roll, you'll be able to jump for it, unlock it, and get inside before he reaches you. And mind you, he is running for you at full speed. 
difficulty of eight. Okay. Mike. It's a five. Mike has two tokens available. That will put him at a seven. He is on the phone with M. Beth Pegg. I'll give him a token. How do you narratively do so? Uh, can I yell through the phone? <laughs> Walk me through how you help in this moment to aid him. Uh, I'd like to yell through the phone as if I'm the police loud enough for the travel to, traveler to hear me. As you dive towards this hatch, you hear the yelling coming from the phone. The traveler stops momentarily to see the phone is off the hook, hanging down, and that you've contacted someone in the outside world. This makes him frantic only momentarily, and you watch as this frantic traveler, as he turns quickly, looking around, trying to collect himself, falls like a puddle of flesh in the floor in front of you. As you pause momentarily, your hands still moving forward with the action they had set out before you got distracted, you hear the lock undo as it collects you for a moment, and you hear sound coming from the garage. A crashing sound as the door from the garage opens and you see the traveler and his tall, slender, naked form once again staring at you. As he goes to lunge directly towards you, you're able to slip back into the hatch as you hold it down. He begins to pull on the other side. I need you to roll your brawn for me, difficulty of five. It's exploding. So it's a... 14 plus 115. You put your full weight down on this hatch, just letting yourself hang. He's unable to lift it. His body weak, just like your own. Your weight more than he can handle in this moment. And there's only a brief, brief moment where he stops pulling. And then you hear the sound of a knife being unsheathed from the kitchen. As the knife pierces down through the wood around your hands, he continues just stabbing in a rapid succession as you're holding, holding out, hoping that one of those slices through the wood doesn't cut your hand, sending you falling below. But you hold. You can hear the sound through the phone of this commotion of the knives hitting. Is there any way I could yell something? You can, of course, yell. Okay, I want to uh, yell out. Traveler's here! Help! You hear coming through the muffled sound of the floor him yelling out that the traveler is here and to help. You hear, strangely, another voice from below, back inside, underneath, where you were just moments before. Are you okay up there? I'm still hanging. Yes, you are. Who's there? Alice, I don't believe we've met. Uh, uh, how did you get in here? Trapped in a hole again, I see. Again? Where, where did you come from? Shh, shh. This one's about to expire. Wait for it. You hear the sound of the water flushing out of the body, the flesh falling and hitting the ground. And then through the cracks where the knife holes have been made, his flesh starts to drip through down below on your body. You only have moments. I can reshift 
but you only have moments. Um, can I push up and open the hatchet to run to that phone again? You may. As you push up the hatch, you're no longer in the house. What? You're in the back of some store. A storage unit. You see uniforms on the wall, boxes, papers. Uh, Alice? As you call out down below, there's no one there. Uh, I must have been delusional again. Or Where am I? You all hear the sound of crashing from the back of the shop. Uh, as the newest employee of Major Video, I'll, I'll go check no, it out. No, I'm going to go check it out as, the new, as I'll someone that's this. also applied. Can I just hang up the phone and... It's probably just a Before thing. you do, you hear the sound of someone running towards that door once again. You hear the sound on the phone of that hatch being opened and the traveling out motherfucker as you quickly hang up. Cool. I'll use my keys to go in the back. <laughs> as you hang up the phone and quickly run to the back, you see a skinny, scared, very sick-looking boy Standing above a hatch. Mike? I, I want to hide or go behind some kind of box or something like that. What? Uh, Mike. Mike Nicholson? Uh, it, you're... You just called me? Uh, yeah. Yes. How did you get in our back room? Did you do that? Did you portal him? I didn't do anything, no. Mike! Mike, we were coming for you! I mean, we were going to figure out a plan, and then we were going to come. Cheese told us about a week ago, but we haven't been here. We were going to save you. Cheese told us. Uh, sorry. Uh, who, who are who are you? Who are you? I'm Beth. You just called me. Yeah. Cheese said you'd been following us. That. Oh. You talked to a, a jar. Uh, yeah, Cheese. Yeah, that's our friend. He used to work here, and then. What's down that hatch? Uh, Allison was down there, but... Uh, Allison? Al you mean Alice? Uh, oh. Alice. You uh, saw Alice? Alice, yeah. Uh, uh, I picked the hatch uh, yeah. up. It's just the normal storage basement that you all use there at the video store. Have you what? just been hiding Alice in the and her fucking portals. Those are my portals. Wait. Not what, the first one. Yeah. What What is going on here? How do you guys even... I want to, like, jump back and forth between, like, the room and the walls. Okay. Uh, Are you okay? Uh, you guys still know who I am? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, no one... Wait. What do you mean? You were... Oh, well, we don't know who you are before. She's told us you were... Yeah. That was your power, right? A student. No one has their powers anymore. You can think. You have a candle. You're one of the chosen. A what? A oh, wild. Yeah, there's like Let's give him a hundred percent less. Uh, 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 there's ten uh, of them. Do you? Are you okay? You're one of them. Chosen one. 
Me? Yeah. They're not, though. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm not. Fuck you, Tibby. I'm a chosen one. I'm the devil. We should take him back to your house. Wait. Okay. If we all get our powers back and he gets his powers back, that's, like, not a good power, right? But you don't like... I don't want to go back to having that power. He doesn't have to take his power back, right? It's a choice, right? Do we know that for sure? I mean... We have to find Rachel's diary. We can know for sure if we read that. She said you all had the diary. Do you remember a diary? It's a little... Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of four. It's a one. (laughs) You only have three tokens available. Would you like to use all three? No. You wouldn't. Oh, wait. Mm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mike, it's been a rough... A rough week for you. And though you're having a hard time piecing everything together that's happened, the fact that you just shifted from one place to another through that dark, damp place that you've been trapped in, you remember the diary, the time in the tunnel about a month ago or weeks ago at this point where you were following them. The traveler had you confront them You all had found where they had buried the diary. You made Tibby and Mickey show you where it was. And you made them forget. You didn't fully understand why this diary was so important to the traveler. But when you took them back to regain up with their friends, they weren't too happy about everything that was happening. They attacked you all, but you and the traveler were able to pull away. And upon doing so, they immediately forgot everything that had happened. The Traveler used you to do these kinds of things often. Questionable things that would only be forgotten. But you remember that diary. You just didn't understand why it was important to go through all that trouble. Why why are you all looking for a diary? It was a friend of our friends, and it has a lot of information that we need. It was our friend Rachel. Everyone forgot her, too. You aren't the only person that gets forgot. Sometimes people who come into touch with, like, Phobos get get forgotten for different things. But we were the reason that she ended up dying. Breathe. Do you know where it is, Mike? Yeah, but... Are you sure you're telling the truth about... This diary, like, what's in it? Like, what? Yeah. Okay. This is going to sound really strange. I know you've been through a lot. I'm just going to break it down for you. Okay? Okay. Oh, God. Okay. We met her in the future. We went through a bunch of portals. We went to save you, okay? Cheese found us. The jar friend. He's a friend. He used to work here. You probably don't remember him. He was a guy. He wasn't that memorable. But then he turned into a thing of cheese because he took some drugs. Whatever. He was our good friend. And then he met you and he liked you and he told us we need to come save you. He was actually a really good person. But then we went to go save you and we opened up the port. We actually went to that cabin up there on the top of the hill. We opened up the hatch and it was a tunnel. And then this dumb son of a bitch jumped inside of it even though there was no bottom to it. We saw Alice there. But then all of a sudden we ended up way back in time. And then we found out later after jumping through a bunch of other portals and going back in time that actually it was M from the future that was traveling us through all those portals. When we got to the God of Truth, the God of Truth told us that you were one of the 
the candles, and on those candles, you get to be like one of the chosen of Phobos. You're a, you're basically a god of chaos. That's pretty cool, right? Uh, we don't really know what it means yet, but your candle's not out, so you're still alive, and you got to reconnect you with your powers. And M tells we got to find the diary, and in the diary there are all the locations of all the different places around Kolok where you can get together with all the powers, and we can regain our abilities, and we can save Kolok before anything else bad happens. Yeah, got all that. May I pass Breathe. <laughs> Roll your grit for me. Difficulty of six. Uh, two. You pass out. <laughs> I'm gonna try to catch him. This is well, you can't just dump all that on him. Ugh. Tibby, in in what world would that have been a good idea? <sighs> you gotta stop yelling. I figured we had to catch him up really quick, right? Oof. I don't know why. I don't think that's what he needs. That was like when you were telling all those people in the past that we were from the future. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you did it. <laughs> That's remember when you did sister. it? Don't gaslight me, motherfucker. No, that's what you did. Does it? Don't you remember him doing that? He was like, yeah, from totally. the future. Yeah, he, he was just doing winked. that several right. times. Okay, I'm holding a a fainted boy. So he what are, really what's sick. our plan? Yeah, we need to get him food. We need to get him. Yeah, we need to get him rest instead of Mallory, yelling. Can we take him to your house. Him? Yeah, why? Yes, anyone. I don't give a a can someone come to my house? Come to my house. Can someone like pull it's around a big to the ass house? Clarity pushes through the group. He's sad. No shit. Yeah, he got forgot his whole life. I mean, and was with the traveler, I guess. With is a very strong word. He well, seems like used. She leans yeah. in while you're holding him, puts her forehead to his. You hear her whisper, "I'm so sorry." You didn't deserve any of this. She closes her eyes. And in that moment, you all begin to remember Mike Mickelson. Not the moments that were shared when he had the access to his powers, but the moments from before. The awkward kid that worked at the gas station just across from you. So many days you spent across from him, you never really talked to him. But how could you have forgotten him? The awkward kid that sat in the front of the class, kept to himself, but always had kung fu books. All of this comes rushing back to you, as she stands back up and you awake. Need some water? Yes, please. Uh, they can remember you now. Yeah, I, I can. But it's they weird. can't remember the bad things that you did. It wasn't my fault. It's okay. I know. I've done probably way worse things. I'm not even going to ask. Yeah, probably. I'm sorry we forgot you. You were on the bus. He's dead, though. What? What? What do you mean? No. No, he's alive. A lot of me were I dead. What? Recently, probably. Oh, the billies. I just saw you. The traveler was dragging your body. When? Before I, all this, before I came here. Right was, before you came here? Like yeah. while we were on the phone? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Hmm. Billy was in school today, though. We saw him. 
Did but you? at the beginning of the day, hey, he was gone. We he wasn't in his last class. We saw him in lunch, but not in last class. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Oh, no. Oh. Are they looking for you? You're oh, shit. Gonna need to go home. Oh, she can't go home. What do you mean? Can't uh, go home. If he doesn't go home, his parents are gonna think that he's missing. Can I use the phone? Again. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go use the phone. What if they're looking for you at home? Call my home. But Henry runs up to the front of Major Video and calls home. If if he goes missing right after he saved us from the Hello? woods. Wait, Tibby, Tibby, come here. Yeah, okay, okay. See if Billy's there. Oh. <clears throat> Hi, Miss Baker, it's Tibby. Oh, hey, Tibby, it's been a while. Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm just wondering if uh, Billy's around. Well, no, actually, I was hoping he was with you. He wasn't at school when I went to pick him up today. Oh, actually, yeah, he is with me. He's right here. <laughs> hey, Mom, I'm just hanging with Tibby. Smooth. Gotta go. Bye. Fuck. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, they killed you. Well, not you. They killed other you. Did where, you say where the traveler was the, Where was the traveler? I, I wasn't... I don't... I wasn't... It was a palace of some sort. I don't, I don't know. He was just dragging your body, and then he saw me, and then I... Are you I, sure that he was dead? Yes, he was dead. I, I, open, I, I, I think... Yeah, he was dead. I want to uh, open the hatch back up and, like, look inside and see if I see anything. Just storage boxes. Hmm. Close it. Was it, like, see, a cabin? I want to describe the cabin that we saw in, like, 1980 when we met the Traveler forever ago. Um... All I remember it was a carpet, and uh, so it was the place we were before. So Billy Baker's either there and dead, or not, and the diary might be there. We need to. We need to go. We need. We don't know. Yeah, how do we know where to go? We don't know where to go. If it was the cabin, then it was over there by where I don't. The accident happened. Yeah. The car accident. We've been up there. the hill. I don't. But know. we don't know that. What did it look like? Was, we can try. Was it. there carpet at the cabin? There was not. Uh, uh, um, um, is can there I anything I could have noticed in that kitchen that could have been familiar? You remember it looking like a house of that of an old woman, uh, not some rustic hunting cabin out in the woods. Okay. I mean, the house looked like. Maybe a, a woman of some sort, an old woman lived there? Or? We just, we, no, no, we just, call the operator. You just got a phone call. I don't. He called you from there. Wait a minute. Oh. I called the operator at one point. I'm going to pick up the phone and call the operator by dialing zero. Ooh, hmm. look at you. Fancy knowing how operators work. Hello? Uh, hi. Um, I just had a number call my store and I, uh... I need to know the address. I, I have to go deliver something to them. I'm sorry, we can't give out the address over the phone for someone. Just oh. for the phone number. Uh, can you give me the phone number back? Tibby reaches over and hangs up the phone. Huh? Shit. I fucked that up. Um, What's they, wrong? They won't let me get the address over the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we just get the phone number? Look okay, the phone hold on. Because if I'll we call, call them, the number, I'll call that's not going to help us. I'll call them back, and I'll tell them that there was an emergency, and that they have to send police and Like, I'll say it's really bad. It sounded really bad. They accidentally dialed the video store. And then the, the only ambulance that's going to be going out is going to be going to that house, and we're going to hear it, and we can follow it. Okay. 
I mean, that's not bad. That's not a bad idea anyway, because if the authorities show up there, they could and revive. They, Maybe they maybe could help, or maybe they'll scare hurt. the traveler away, and then we can sneak in and find the diary. It's a good idea. But and maybe okay. the police will find the diary, and then it'll be evidence, and then we'll have to sneak into a police station. Yeah, but we've done that before. Okay, good point. I'm gonna actually a lot of bad things happen when we. Do maybe, that. maybe I should talk to him, Em. Sometimes, sometimes you're really mean I, on the phone. What? I think maybe you're the worst person to handle a I serious think situation. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna pick up the phone. Don't you think that <laughs> you should have hired me instead of him? Henry, would you like to charm her to allow you to call? Yeah. <laughs> Roll your charm against her grit. Oh, come oh. on. <laughs> it's a 20 versus 20, isn't it? 19. Damn. <laughs> Actually, a 20 because I get a plus one. Damn. She doesn't fall for it. I never get to use my charm. <laughs> you have many opportunities to do so. Maybe you should try being oh, charming. Wait. Can I... um? Can I use three tokens to annoy someone so much it distracts them completely? <laughs> Walk me through it. Um, Someone's just, life is on the line. I just want you to know how much I don't appreciate you just grinding up my application. Now, very can I, clearly, can I, pick up I am the one for the job. Now, I'd like to list all of my good qualities. So first, I don't know. Did you look at my resume? Can I spend three tokens to persuade this adult man named Mallory Jenkins to go somewhere else in the video store? What a world. I mean, I've distracted her completely. I, I would say yes. And but you only have one token available. Damn it! Do I have any tokens? I, how many tokens do I have? <laughs> I would like to use two tokens to be unassuming and pick up the GD phone. Hold on! I have to pick up the phone before. But this was entirely set up for him to do it. Yeah. He used his tokens to do it. Um, Hank, you only have one token available Damn anyway. <laughs> the whole show? Come on. <laughs> but he did We're distract... Like an hour in. He did distract her okay. to the point that... If you would like to sneak your way to the phone while she is so annoyed and unable to not be, be annoyed. I'm going to be arguing with Mallory and be like, yeah. look, if you can take your application out of the shredder and piece it back together piece by piece to where I can read it, then I, I will, will hire you on the spot. I will do it. And I start digging. Uh -oh. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Billy Baker, the newest employee of Major Video. You know, I'll realize he's on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm standing by him. At no point did I let this Mallory. thread drop. I'm, like, piecing my, my um, application back together. So, as shift manager, I should probably call you and let you know that someone recently called our store very distressed, uh, seeming to be very hurt, and I think that you should probably have an ambulance sent out to that location. Now, I'm not asking for the address, as my employee just did. I'm just asking that you send an ambulance that direction. He sounded very hurt. So you think that this was a call on accident to your number instead of the authorities? He was reaching out to a friend of a friend uh, because he said that he called the operator and he had no luck. Well, did he call 911? I don't think he thought that far. He's, he's very hurt. Okay, so this person might not be conscious or aware of their surroundings. Right. Okay, can I get your information, please? Yes, uh, the name is Billy Baker. Shift manager at Major Video. Major Video. Jeez. The, the, the son of the Bakers. What? I don't need to know the, the fuck. Son of, it's not... Oh my god. Okay, son. Um, 
Thank you so much for your information. We're gonna get a we're gonna get somebody sent over there right away. We'll be able to track the call. You said this is the last call to this location. Yes. Okay. Send everyone. Send everyone. Well, we will let them assess whether or not that that's needed. There was a very angry man yelling. That's what? Um, Hold just on. Hang up. Oh, I hang up. Can I uh, can Thank I you. roll my brains to see if I've pieced my application back together by now? Oh <laughs> <laughs> roll your brains with a difficulty of eighteen. <laughs> okay, well, I rolled a seven. How many tokens? <laughs> <laughs> you only have eight. Oh. You. You don't have the time him. to do okay. this. <laughs> I refuse to help. If he had made that, I would have hired him on the spot. <laughs> no. Hold on. How many tokens do I have? <laughs> you have two. Oh. That would make it to 17. Mm. Shit. Everyone would have to be helping me. Let's move along. <laughs> yes. For fuck's sake. Rude. I, oh, darn. Sorry, Mallory. We I'm gotta like go. halfway done. I'm going to scoop it all back into Mike, a trash can. Yes. I, I know that this is a lot to ask, and I know that you just got away from this person, but is there anything else we should know? Or could you show us where you think it might be? I know that you didn't recognize the place, but maybe you, you know this person. We've only had run-ins with them, and we thought we thought he was dead. The traveler. Yeah. He like melted in front of us. That's what he. I, I assume he did that when he was. The water was dripping down on me when I was hanging in the cellar. Oh. So was he just like. melting? I. How he melted he... and went into the ground when we saw him. Mm. So when how that little girl come was back. back. He, he looked sick when I saw him before I got here. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. He has the journal because he's trying to get back to normal the way we are. That makes sense. We need to he get the journal from too. him before he can do anything with it. Uh, does Major Video have any like snacks the way like Blockbuster Video did? Like I was thinking the same snacks thing. and soda oh, and water. Yes, they do. I'm gonna grab a bunch and be like, uh, "I'm chart you. You work here now." Take it out of your paycheck, and I grab like a bunch of water. And, yeah, like, he's the shift no, no. manager now. It yeah. comes out of his check. Thank okay. you. No, 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 no. We gotta go. Take it my, out of my shift. We're not gonna have these kind of indiscrepancies. Nope. Okay. Well, I'm taking it. My, so my I will pay for it. Yeah. We allow okay. this on my shift. So just come by on my shift. <laughs> Noted. And I'm gonna hand a water bottle and like some skittles to you Mike. You hear the sound of the ambulance from the hospital yes, close yes. by. We gotta go now. It worked. Taking the bait. I'm gonna write a really quick note to put on the front door says what time is it it's like 4 30 it's around 4 40 at this point be back at 8 p.m where's sh- where's your where's shitty charlie shitty charlie doesn't work today oh yeah that's good is that what we're calling shitty him shitty charlie, charlie? no is- shitty charlie's the other charlie not yeah. charlie cheeseburger no, i know yeah. i'm saying why we're calling him shitty charlie yeah he- do you remember him he was super shitty i just thought he was like a dude who liked to play guitar yeah that's what i said I don't understand. And we've already dealt with dudes who play uh, guitar. Wasting time. You yeah. should go. Just yeah. That. Okay. Come on, dude. Let's uh, hop in the. In yeah. The, let's let's follow her. Shotgun. As we're oh, leaving, what? I want to grab the new Jackie Chan movie and bring it with us. Which one? The one that he mentioned in his, you know. <laughs> we begin again. 
5 p.m. Colock, Washington. August 22nd. Our Colock radar have just followed this ambulance to the opposite side of town. A quiet street. A quiet house at the end of a cul-de-sac. Extremely unassuming. White house, blue fence. Through the rain, it's hard to see necessarily what's going on inside. The ambulance parked. You saw two individuals run up to the door. The door opened. Who was driving? I was. From the driver's seat, you can see somewhat of a shadow of a man urging these two paramedics to come inside. Of course, in the town of Kolok, these are first responders for the moment. If they find anything suspicious, more will be on the way. Are you sure this is the place, Mike? Does it look familiar? Yeah, this is the place. I'm sure of it. Um, we're just gonna sit out here and just wait? I don't know, what are we gonna do? Uh, Should we see if more authorities show up, or should we go in? I don't know if we should go in, I mean... We could just, I mean, we could pretend it's our family's house, I don't know. We could be the concerned neighbors. Yeah. We could say we were just... eight of us? (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, it's a cul-de-sac. There's a lot of families around here. We're out playing... Tag... And then we saw the ambulance roll up. It's raining. Yeah, yeah. but we're playing rain tag. Well, I can't go with you. I mean, I'll just sit in the car. He can't see me. You he, can't stay in the car. He can't see any of us. Uh, I, well, yeah, I, what are we going to do I, if we see him? I really Well, you have your powers back, right? Yeah. Mike, you have to come with us. We can't leave you. I don't want to go back in that house. Uh, I promise nothing will happen to you. Wait, can you... Can you just teleport us in? I, I get... I, I have you tried using your portals? I haven't really... Okay, well, let's not risk I, it. I don't really know what they do to me yet. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. I'll come to the cost. Should we just sneak well, around I, to the, the I back? I feel like we should sneak in, and then if I do need to use them, I can use them to get us out. I feel like worst case scenario, if we're in there and something bad happens, we just yell for help. There are paramedics inside. If we're in there and they don't know that we're in there, we could be implicated. You see someone better going than back dying. through the front door, Mallory. Someone's coming out. One paramedic. He makes his way to the ambulance. Does he look the same as uh, the paramedics I saw walk in? One of them, yes. A Hispanic only, individual. There's only one guy coming back out. He, he went in, and there's, I don't know why there's only one, but... The ambulance backs out no, of the driveway. No, no, no. And pulls away. How does the traveler work? He... he... <laughs> How... Above game, how would I... What would I know of the traveler in terms of his powers? You would know that the Traveler was an individual who came to Colock, Washington. As this individual known as Justin. 
though he only liked to be referred to Justin in casual conversations to people around town, a visiting park ranger. He preferred you to refer to him as the Traveler and business acquaintances. You don't know much about his past, who this Justin individual is, how he got to Kolok, as far as his abilities. You've seen him do terrible things that usually have to do with the creation or breaking apart of people's flesh touches them. We, we need to chase that ambulance. Why? That could be the traveler right there, taking form. But if Billy's in here... Hold on a second, maybe I wasn't clear. Roll your brains for a difficulty of ten. It's a five. You have four tokens available. I would allow... Henry, in this instance, to use one token to share his memories of the Traveler as well. Because you met him in Undecided when he was a woman. A young teenage woman. He went by the Traveler then, right? He did. So I would allow you to help him come to this resolution that it's possible the Traveler could take another form. When I met the Traveler in another universe, he was a teenage girl. Yeah, it, it makes sense. He, 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 he can change forms. He's so, like a body snatcher, maybe. So it's... I Forgive my morbidity. It's pretty safe to assume he probably just killed the two yes, he paramedics killed and now he's gone. One and left with that body. What? Well, should we probably we confirm? Both. So it's like ego replacement. Yeah, which we know that that no can happen. In, there's no one in the You're house. You're an ego now. replacer, and he did it to you. But if Billy is in there, we what yeah, if we can't just leave? We can Billy. go now, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we. I know it's bad that the traveler escaped, but I don't think we want to fight him if he's as bad as you guys say. We need to know what he's doing. Not until know. we all have powers again. Uh, or most of us do. Sorry, Mike. No, we all can have their powers. I don't want it. I just yeah, well, if he's not back. in there, we can go search the place, right? right? Maybe that's the what I said. Yeah. Tape, I don't like it when dudes yes. say like. Well, wait a minute. She was saying. She that was that first. was what I just said. I know that's what you said. I was I was reaffirming that you said it. I respect I just, like, you. Pull up into the Thank driveway you. while we're finishing this conversation. Mike, she's told us that you had been following us. Yeah. We all had moments where we can't remember something happening, and I know that was you, and I know you didn't mean to do it, and somebody was making you do it. But he would know this car. He's been, you've been following us. He just drove off in that ambulance and didn't think twice about the fact that we were here, parked. So we might be walking into a trap. I don't know as much about this guy as you do, or even you, Henry, Hank, or... It, but he sounds like a real piece of shit. Uh, that's, that's the short end of it, yeah. He, yeah. Um, I, I, if you guys 
want to go in there. I, I like Tippy's right. It's probably a trap, but Billy could be alive and just How waiting. How many tokens do I have? Pang has five tokens available. Uh, I'd just like to stop time. I don't want to make a portal, and I'd like to stop time and go inside and check out the scene. All right. Your ability allows for the use of three tokens to use this power. At three tokens, I'm going to make you roll a die to see how long you have before time will continue. Okay. At five tokens, I will allow you to tell me. Okay. Would you like to use all five tokens or three and roll a die? I'll use all five. When you reach out to stop time and you feel your connection to it, it's been a long time since you've done this. It hasn't been since you first got access to these abilities, but something does feel different. Your connection to it stronger, more in tune with your wants and wishes. The world around you stops mid-conversation. The rain static within the air and a calm, an eerie calm that somehow comforts you. but you easily find your way outside of the car. And as you push towards the house, walking through these raindrops, each one upon contact with your skin begins to move, trickling down, the gravity taking its effect. And then the second they drop, they stop. You take note of this. It's as if as you're walking, you're learning your own connection to it your own limits. Do you understand through what you've been told that there was another part of you, another version of you, another life, who had went down a much different path? It's weird how familiar it seems. Like you've been here before, but you haven't. Walk me through what you do. Uh, I'd like to go inside the house and start going room by room, checking it, looking for both the journal and Billy Baker. Um. As you walk into the front of this house, just directly through the front door, you see off to the right the body of a paramedic with a knife in his neck. You know if it wasn't for your ability that blood would still be flowing, spreading out on the linoleum just now touching that carpet floor soaking deep into it it's strange how serene this is it's almost like a painting it's easy to forget that it's real as you move past this body further into the hall 
you see the phone in the kitchen that you can only assume was used to call you. You see a trail of blood leading down that hall to a room over to your right to what appears to be a door leading to a garage. Which way would you like to go? Follow the blood trail. To the garage or the room? The garage. You move your way towards that garage. As you open the door following that blood trail, it leads very clearly to some strange metal shelving unit. From the outside, it looks like a normal tool shelf. Diamond-plated. Black paint. But from the trail of blood, it looks like something was put inside. Would you like to open it? Yes. As you open the door, the body of your friend Billy Baker falls out. I'd like to catch it. And as I do, do I notice that any sort of breathing resumes or I can feel a heartbeat of any kind? You cannot. But you also wouldn't know if your abilities would allow that to happen in the first place. Uh, I'd like to just carry the body back out to them. You will try. It's heavy. You begin dragging this body. Again, strange. Even more surreal that it is Billy. Just not your Billy. But that on top of everything else, it's doing a number on your mind. So quickly you can already see how dangerous this is. This disconnection from reality. You are in reality, but your brain can't comprehend it. The world doesn't work like this. We may not recognize time, but we feel it. And its lack of presence in this moment is doing things to your mind, making you detached from what's happening, what's in your arms even at this very moment. And as you start to drag him out, back from where you came, you notice something else quite strange. A door on the opposing side of the garage, but you're smart enough to know that when you walked up there shouldn't be a door there, that's just the outside. But when you pulled up there was no door on the outside. It's just a door. But doors go somewhere. Do you find yourself moving towards it? Or away from it? Towards the door. You drop Billy Baker's body on the ground. And move the other direction towards this door. As you open it. I'm going to need you to roll for me your flight. Difficulty of 12. 7. You have zero tokens available. Cool. As this door opens, you're faced with a hall, long, stretching on further than you can see. That could be from the shadows that quickly fall into this space. 
the only illumination coming from that garage that you yourself find you in. And you see a collection of bodies. You don't recognize these bodies. Frida wouldn't have recognized the man if you had seen him. But these tall, slender bodies, mindlessly, start to walk directly towards you. Slouched over, their eyes glossed back into their head, slowly but surely pacing directly in your location. Now, I'm going to need you to roll a brains for me because your detachment to this moment, your inability to decide what's real and what's not real as you find yourself trapped in time is becoming more and more difficult. So I'm going to need you to make this with a difficulty of eight. Nine. Within that moment, you find yourself recollecting, snapping yourself out of it. You need to move. They're able to move within whatever space that you find yourself currently trapped in. You realize in this moment, this space is not just for you. This time outside of time. It's a space that can be shared by others, and you are in it with them. What do you do and where do you go? I'd like to slam the door uh, and put whatever I can up against it to impede them from opening it there's that large tool shelf that had billy baker inside of it as you push that down you feel it slamming against that and you can see that door beginning to shake and shake and shake they're trying to push their way through it okay um i'd like to use the rest of my time to run through the house and try to find the journal as fast as possible not stopping in any room but just peeking in looking and then Okay. You move away from the garage towards the back of the house, peeking through, looking from room to room. You don't see anything. This isn't his house. It's so clear to you now. This is borrowed space. This is not his space. This was a safety net. And as you find yourself at that very last room, you find the old woman who you can only assume lived here. She's no longer with us. Her body blue and cold. Who knows how long. Also left in complete lack of regard for its well-being. This individual, you can only assume, cares not about the living form. This body is just rotting away in a corner of a room. No care at all. As you make your way back towards the front, that door did not hold him, nor could it have for long. You put enough bodies into something, and there are enough. You can hear them crashing through the kitchen. No chance now to go grab the body of Billy Baker. They've got that track covered. Would you like to make your way towards the front door and back to the car? Absolutely. Roll your flight for me, difficulty of eight. Uh, nineteen. Tell me how you run past them. You have complete control of the situation. You critically succeeded. I'd like to fake them out and act like I'm going one way, but immediately go the other way, (laughs) duck down out of their reach, and uh, basically dodge them, you know, as you do. I, I assume I left the front door open, so I just immediately roll out of the front door. And start running back to them as I resume time. 
Time resumes as all of you, while in the middle of your argument, see directly in front of the car none other than Imbeth Peg running directly towards the vehicle, and behind her you see a legion of forms. These forms, Mike Mickelson, you recognize these tall, naked, slender bodies of that of the Traveler. These same forms that you saw appearing oh so many times over and over again. We need to go. She did her thing. We need to go. We need to get go. Get in the car. Tra- Hit the car. Do you see that traveler? Mallory, Start Mallory, Mallory, I need please. two. Di- uh, just uh, two. Uh, There's can a I lot slap of. Mallory, please. Oh yes, of course you can. Roll your brawn for me. <laughs> no, nah, I just accept it. As soon as he slaps me, I just want to like. You're gonna learn go that taking room. hits in this system is not smart. I need you to roll your brawn for me. If he rolls anything higher than a six, you're getting knocked the fuck out. Can I roll my grit to not? No, you said you accept it. But I accept it. But I can. Tolerate the pain. Yeah. (laughs) He hits you so hard, you knock unconscious as your head bounces against the window, and you now have an unconscious individual. I, like, throw Mallory over me and, like, swing the car So you start pulling Mallory Jenkins out of that driver's seat. This is going to cost you time. Time is important, as they are now pressing up ever closer to the front of this vehicle. As they start climbing on the top, these mindless individuals, you recognize in them something's not there. Mike, something's not right. Whatever you saw in them before is no longer with them. These are shells. These are not functioning beings. These are just bodies. Being commanded by something, but not by their own thought. It doesn't look like they could make one if they want, but they know anger, and it's directed towards all of you. I need you right now to roll your flight for me. Difficulty of 12. (laughs) That's a good die for me. That's a 3. That's a three. You're getting stuck as you're pulling Mallory Jenkins towards you. His foot trapped underneath the pedal. He's knocked out. He took a hit to the face. Can I slap him Mike, awake? what the fuck? Would that wake him up? No, no. he's knocked out. I have a 20 grit. <laughs> Don't say I accept the hit. Okay. As you start keeping pulling him, one of the windows in the back breaks open. His TV. Oh, shit. What are these things? What's going on? Okay. Dave, get them off the car. Was Billy in there? What was going on? We'll talk about it later, Tibby. We need to get out of here. Can anybody stop the car? Would anyone like to search the car to see if there's anything in, in here that could help you? Yeah. Because she failed her flight I'll roll, and it's going to take search. her some time. Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of seven. Seven. Okay. What are you looking for? A tire iron or something. You find a tire cool. iron. There's a tire iron in the back of the station wagon and the flamethrower, easily reachable in the back are there right knives? compartment. There's not knives. Tire iron. Okay. You've got a tire iron. So what are you doing with it? I'd like to position myself between everyone and the window that was broken and just start, like, hacking back at them. Roll your fight for me. Difficulty of seven. Five. As you start swinging this tire iron as hard as you can, as it's making contact with this flesh, it sinks into them, bursting them. Each contact, each hit, sends them flying into a puddle of nothing. Though that they do not have proper usage of their motor functions, though they cannot form their own thoughts, something else is not right. Whatever it was that was keeping them together is not functioning correctly either, just like the way you saw the Traveler's body sink down into the earth, disappearing. The same sensation, the same feeling as you make contact each time with this tower, but there's too many of them. As they keep piling in, as fast as you can swing and as fast as they can melt down to nothingness inside the vehicle, their flesh pouring into the back of the flamethrower, now sloshing underneath your feet. Do I wake up? Yes. Yeah. Laura, please. 
can, well, you're flying again. Can I roll my fight because I'm fighting his dead weight to like get him out of the way? You're trying to run away. Roll your flight for me. I'm not trying. Mm. Would you like to fight the zombies? No. Hold on. <laughs> Nine. Okay. You succeeded. Stop your complaining. <laughs> you were able to pull him out of the way as you floor the gas pedal. Where are you going? Uh, I want to try to hit as many as I can and swing around and head up the street. So you start driving the car and circle around this cul-de-sac. You feel it thunk, 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 hitting them. Not too much damage done to the car, though, because on contact, every one of these begin to crumble underneath the weight of the flamethrower. They just start falling underneath, some of them trying to hold on. As you zoom away, just the gravity pushing against their bodies, they begin falling apart. This is fucked up. What's going on? This is so fucking weird. I, I think... I think those were like, like shells, of, like of uh, um, the, the traveler. They're not alive. Clarity says from the back. How do you know? They. What made them is no longer with us. You should know that better than anyone. There yeah. was a door, and they could move when nothing else could, and. I felt really drawn to it, and I opened it, and I think I woke them up by doing that. I don't. You went to the place outside? Yeah. If they can move within there, there's still something. This traveler person. He has access to more than Phobos. There's something else going on. Whatever was holding him together was Phobos, but if they could move in the outside place. Is that a harmonium? Is it. Maybe. Clarity always told us that we needed to be careful of them. Are we still driving? Are we, like, driving away now? We're hauling, We're kind of yeah. safe. Safe is relative. They're now exploding out into the neighborhood. All of them flooding into this area. How many are there? You'd be unable to count. Oof. A factory mass-produced some sort of insurance policy you know that much where would you like to go would you like to follow that ambulance yeah okay roll your brains for me difficulty is six to see if you can find it as we're going i kind of want to like look at henry and just take a few seconds and be like Billy's dead. His body was stuffed into a closet. He's... How, how do you know? If you were using your power, how, how could you tell? Yeah, I told you guys he There was, was dead. a lot of blood. Blood? Yeah. Like trails of it. Like he was just killed for fun? But I, I don't think the Billies are safe, and neither are you. I mean, he was he was probably looking for me. Yeah, I... Why would he be looking for you? I have no idea. But why would he be looking for that one? Maybe he thought it was you. Yeah. So you're trying to find this ambulance. As you speed off through the rain, 
quite difficult to keep the car and all its long weight under control. You see just off in the distance the ambulance that you had lost track of. And you begin tailing. But as you try to speed up and get ever closer, a vehicle pulls out in front of you. A long black stand and stops directly in the middle of the road. I need you to roll your... This will be a flight roll. Difficulty of six to see if you hit the brakes and stop in time. Uh, three. How many tokens? Oh, no, sorry. Four. How many tokens do I have? You have two. Yeah, let's use them. Woo. You slam on the brakes and begin sliding on the road, hydroplaning as your vehicle moves ever closer, coming to a sliding stop. As your vehicle slides and comes to a stop, who's in the passenger seat outside of... I guess Knocked I am out. now. <laughs> Mallory. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> as your vehicle slides to a stop, and Mallory, you come waking up quickly. Sucker punch! <laughs> what as the fuck? Look, as you look through the windows to the other side, the two of you see in this black sedan an Agent Perry bucket. As he steps out of the car... Do I see him? Yes. Who He's the now standing fuck are in the you? Rain. Get out of the way! Can I, like, get out of the car and... Bucket? Can you not get out of the car every two fucking seconds? Dumb this bitch. is good. No, th- no, this is good, Laura. I'm sorry to have startled you. But you need to let that one go. Are you a robot? What's Wait. wrong with you? Bucket, why? He holds he out just... his badge. Agent oh, good. Harry Bucket. You're an officer. FBI. Uh, I was attacked. I'd like to report... <laughs> An assault. Oh. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? I was sent. By? Bill Froy. My supervisor. Are things happening again? Here? Have they ever not been happening? Well, I mean, you haven't been around. I've been busy. Why do we have to let him go? I mean, because you know who we that need was? more information. He killed Billy Baker. There's a body in the house back there. He killed an old woman. He killed two... Technically, that Billy Baker is not of this earth. Oh. So you are... But the old woman situation. was. The paramedics were. He's a killer. There are, like, hundreds of bodies yeah, back there. there's a lot of naked We're not trying to convict him. We need more information about who and what he is and how he does what he does. Oh, my God. We have been waiting. What, I, I'm sorry. Do you work any faster than you talk? Yeah, your cadence is throwing me off. If you could, like, speed things up. Ugh. It's good to see you, but how many people is are you going to let him kill to get what you need? It's not my call. It's orders. Well, it's really fucking unfair for you to come in here and... Like, you haven't been here. We've been struggling to keep this town functioning. And you haven't even been around. You didn't even help Mike Hunt. I'm the one that had him transferred. 
And what good did that do, Bucket? We did everything we could. Which isn't very much. But if you had been here, you could have helped us. <coughs> he held on until whatever changed this town that I'm sure you know more about than you would let on. He was holding together. And then... You let him die. Cool. You guys... He passed at the same time things here changed. If he had been here... Then what? Then... Maybe I could have helped him. Maybe I could have done something, you know, but... But I, I, I couldn't. Uh, I, I couldn't do anything. And now... Now he's dead and it's my fucking fault. It's not your fault, Tibby. As Tibby slams the door and begins walking down the hill towards the river. Oh, come on, let's do this thing again. We can't do this right now. Uh, hey, Agent... I don't remember what it saw. Bucket? Agent Perry Bucket. Bucket. Okay, Agent Perry Bucket. There's yes. a bunch of, like, real gloss jello clones running down the street, so maybe go handle that. You They're guys made with. it seem like he's effective or useful. I'm not he seeing helped. it. He helped. They've been dealt with. How do you mean he's been dealt with? How? They've been dealt with. Is Sky here? No. I'm sorry. She passed on the opportunity to be stationed here. Something about it being too emotionally hard, whatever that means. So, like, what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Are you guys gonna just prevent us from doing shit? Because we're the only ones that have been effective for the last few months. You only think that because you're unaware. You're children. As we knew before. I'm not a child. So it seems. Have you been using your abilities again? No. You don't have to answer that. We don't answer to you. Hello. I'm Agent Perry Bucket. Mm -hmm. I'm a friend of your friends. I knew your brother. Everyone seems to have... We worry about him. Maybe you could help us. Your help would be greatly appreciated. Mallory Jenkins. I know. Yeah. I'm just surprised. Why are you surprised? I've heard... things about Mallory Jenkins. Bucket, you can't come in here and and say this shit. Don't worry about it. He's part of the group. He's part of the radar. He's actually pretty helpful when he's annoying. I guess. Thanks. Yeah. What What things have you been hearing about me? That's is that the most pertinent question? Right no, now? I was almost mere. I'd like to know what the town's saying about me. You don't have to answer him, Bucket. But if you're gonna be in town, you can't block us again like you did last time. You can't lock us in a room and say, Oh, we're handling it because that That sounds like shit that Mbeth has already been doing, so it seems like it's super covered. We've handled a lot. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. 
Just because you're unaware of it doesn't mean it hasn't been taken care of. We are the law. You are children. You are not trained to deal with these problems. But we I have to deal with I respect all them. of you, and I understand the hardship that you've been put through. But if you think we've ever stopped watching you, that would be an extremely ignorant viewpoint. I think it'd be pretty hard You're for you to watch us where we went. It's pretty obvious that these things happen because of us. And so you not communicating shit to us about what you're doing really puts us in a bad spot. Puts you in a bad spot. We hung out with some gods. Have you hung out with some gods? Call me a child one more fucking time. I'm just saying. Is the FBI hanging out with gods? I did. Mallory. I'm just saying. He He's been watching like us. Are you aware? Is he always like this? You yeah. sucker punch you me. You better shut your mouth. Out, Mike. Eat your skittles, Mister. I'm sorry. I don't believe I. Uh, Mike Mickelson. I feel like I've done everything in my power to learn everything there is I could about this town. I don't believe that I know you. Again, I'm used to that. And in that moment, Clarity steps out from the back of the car, standing next to you. As Bucket immediately draws his pistol and steps back. I'm going to take in a protective stance and stand in front of Clarity. I thought you you all need one. to get down right now. You're obviously under the influence. Under the, no, we haven't done any drugs. Down. You say that you've been watching us, but you obviously don't know shit, Bucket. This has to be a recent development. Put the gun down and we'll explain. Where did you take her from? 1940, where I lived for three years. Perry. The, the year. Okay, that explains a lot of things. You are older than I saw you last. We did time travel. She's mm. not like Clarity Prime. You weren't in the woods, camping. The no. cover story was a lie. No, wow. we weren't camping. Yeah, they, they were lying. You're Perry. like a really good detective. I assumed you weren't. But we had no record of where you had gone. I was with them too. It was just that everyone thought I was back home because there was another one. But he's dead now. So maybe come and talk to us. If you had just not disappeared and taken a, a back seat in all of this and actually communicated with us and worked with us, you'd know these things. It is not department policy. Well, maybe policy is bullshit sometimes. Hmm. Now more than ever, I need you all to understand how important it is for order, for structure, to uphold the way things were, to ensure a better future. But you always need chaos if there's order. I'm sorry, what? <sighs> Nothing, Bucket. It's whatever. This is Sev. Or Ven. We haven't really decided. Her name is Clarity. Well, I think he knows her name's Clarity. Based on his reaction. She's the seventh Clarity Club. She leans in to you, Em. Harmonia infiltrated the U.S. government. Okay. 
Brian warned us about this. So, has Bucket always been... How the fuck would I know? Who is this person? I I know that Sky, Sky told me the other version of me from that other timeline hung out with him a lot. Like, he helped us. Why? I don't know. And then he... We were taught to fear this. I... I guess I don't really know him. I'm only taking the word of Sky. And I'm taking her word that I was close to her and Bucket. Do you trust this man? I'm not sure I do anymore. I can't trust someone that's not going to share information when there's shit to do. Okay. She grabs your face, kisses you, in the rain, and then turns. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Bucket. I don't know you. And you stand for everything that I fight against. And she pulls out her hand. And with a turn and a close of her fist, Bucket's neck snaps. Agent Perry Bucket's body falls to the ground, a wet flop as it hits the muddy pavement. What the fuck? What did you do? Do I have what any tokens? No. Damn it. Clarity. I wanted to catch him while he was falling. In these epilogues, you will have no tokens. Clarity, what did you do? Why? I'm going to fall to my knees. agent of Harmonia. Okay, what it's did you do It's clear that Harmonia right? is somehow found a way to intercept the U.S. government. This what did is something you tell Clarity her to Prime do? warmed us Ed, up. if you can't keep your bitch on a leash, we can't keep track of it. I just helped you. I did you? Then I you saved can't you. do that. I want to run up to Bucket you can't. and kneel down. You His kill body him. is limp. Gone. You can't do that. There's oh. no pulse. His neck crumbled as if some sort of intense pressure just twisted the internal vertebrae. What is she? I did what had to be done. You can't be like her, Vin. Like who? Prime. You can't be like Clarity. I am Clarity. How many times do I have to tell you I'm Clarity? Yeah. You are different. You're not supposed to I am me. But I am Clarity. I thought you were our friend. I am your friend. I was protecting you. You're making more kill problems. Friends, friends. You yeah. don't kill you, people like that. You didn't she trust learned to go him. on her own just like you we do. We trusted him. There's we a lot of people I don't trust. Having a heated conversation. You can do that as friends. He pulled a gun on you. He, he pulled, pulled a gun, gun on, on you. you. And I stopped that. He didn't know you. And we introduced him and diffused it. And he was cool with you. He's and then an you killed him. of Harmonia. He is the enemy. I don't know what that means, but you killed an FBI agent, and now we have a lot of things to answer Fuck. for. Oh, God. The, there's a car in the middle of the... 
Mike, Mallory, put the body in the trunk. Oh. I'm going to start looking through the car. I don't want to touch it. Pick up. Plausible deniability. Make me forget. Do the thing. Make me forget. I'm going to uh. steal my jaw and go pick up Bucket's body. You go around to the back of the car as you see this body limp on the ground. I have that feeling that you were describing when I was in the house where I'm just not processing it. You found a way to shut yourself off. It's probably needed in this moment. I'm as sorry. you begin to lift this body, you'd like to put it in the trunk? Yeah. And I'm searching the main body of the car. You'll need to remove the keys to open the trunk. What are we doing with the body? Yeah. Okay. He needs a there's prints. Proper burial. Prints on the car. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You I'll can't just bury an FBI agent. Well, you can't just kill an FBI agent either, so we're at a bit of a fucking impasse. Look, I'm not involved in this. I didn't see anything. You're evil. I didn't see anything. And I just, like, walk over and get in the driver's seat of my car and where's, just face forward. Where's Tibby? He was walking down toward the river. As you look down off to the side of this kind of small ledge moving down. Tibby just has his back turned to you all, looking out over the river, his hands on his hips defiantly. You can see even from down there, he's shaking his head, still upset about whatever moment had happened before this one. I'm going to run down to him. Hey, I'm sorry I got upset. I just... You know... It's just... I I, 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 I I killed Mike, and I thought maybe I could have fixed him, you but... didn't kill Mike. Circumstances killed Mike, and you had no idea that things would lead to that. It's nobody's fault. Uh, Clarity just snapped Bucket's neck. And I'm going to call the cops. What? What? I'm gonna call the cops, cause Clarity just killed Bucket. What do you mean that she killed Bucket? Bucket's our friend. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, I was mad at him, but I didn't. I was just mad. I didn't. Did she think that I wanted no. him to die? No, 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 no. She said he was an agent of Harmonia, and then she killed him. It was her own thing. <sighs> Tibby sits down. In the muddy ground. Uh, this is bad. This is really bad. I. I'm so fucking useless. I can't help him. You're not supposed to. Well, no, I am. We're, we we no, have a candle. We're people, supposed to. People's necks aren't supposed to be snapped in the middle of the street. It's not your job. I'll be back. What do we do? I'll be back. Just. Stay here. What do we do? Meet up with the rest of everyone. Is he up there? Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't see him. No. Why? Why did she do this? Why? I'm going to storm up the hill. And walk past everyone. All right, I'm going to go call the fucking cops. Don't. I'm calling the cops. Don't. Headed it's to the nearest gas station. Please don't. Laura, what if you... What? 
the best we can do. He made this weird turn. There's some skid we marks on the it. ground. We, we make it look like an accident. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna put him in the driver's seat. No, that one needs to go to jail. No. I'm not getting anywhere fucking near that lady ever again. I'm a person. I don't think Clarity's gonna you allow herself to go to jail. Snap my friend's neck like this. And how many billions of people have you killed with a thought? I didn't kill a single any one of my friends. Just because they're in another universe? They're not your friend? Yeah. It's different. Is it? Yeah. I was protecting all of you. Is that not how you would justify it? That you were protecting your friends? You weren't. Yes, I was. You were protecting yourself. And whatever your interests are. I don't give a shit about any of this. Agent of Harmonia? That was what you wanted. You don't even know what you're up against. Maybe not. But I'm not trying to kill my friends. I did what had to be done and I stand by it. You'll have to. And if I see anyone else who's aligned themselves with the face of destruction, I'll do the same. And this is your problem to deal with. I know. Was there anything important in the car? Also, Did I'm you open the trunk? No, I didn't. Well, if no, if I'm searching, I'm searching it. Yeah, I'll open the trunk, but I'm not putting bucket back Roll there. your brain to me difficulty of four. Please let that be a seven and yeah. not a one. It's a seven. Okay. Cool, tight. <laughs> As you open the trunk to search the car, you see a collection of boxes. Some of these have titles, names you've never seen before, but then you see one. It has the name of your friends on it. And your brother. As you open up this box and start looking through it, you pull out what looks like a blue diary. Seems like what they were possibly looking for in the first place, as well as many other folders on your friends and your brother, your parents, and then you. As you quickly start filing through this, as the rain falling down on it, disintegrating the paper as you go, you're able to see they knew everything. Your past life. The universe you're from before it was destroyed. Every detail about you until you went out on your own. Until you decided to be your own person. The file stops there. There's a lot of information here. A lot to take in. Uh, I'm gonna grab the files and protect them as best I can. And uh, with, the, with the diary on top and put them in Mallory's lap since he's in the car. Take these. What, did, what is this? 
it's everything. I don't, like, tr I don't start trust what you did, Clarity. But I don't know why they know as much as they do. Don't call the cops. I just hold up the book. I'm like, is this... No. I should show them. Is this it? Is this what we we're looking for? That's it. Yeah. I want to start reading it. I'm going to place Bucket. It's locked. No, it's locked. I'm going to place Bucket in the front seat of the car uh, with a lot of care and put his seatbelt on him, straighten his hair, tighten his tie, and give him one you last You try, look. but every little tug that you pull on that tie, you hear cracking and just... It feels like you could tighten the tie forever, basically. It's not doing much to support the weight of his head. The second you let it go, it falls. I turn away and I don't look back at Bucket again. Guys? Are we still pushing that in the river? Or? Yeah. You know that when they fish this out, our files will be missing. Harmonia's going to know exactly who did this. Yeah. You're right. They will. As she reaches out her hand on the top of the car, and she closes her eyes, she begins moving her right hand slowly as you hear this sound coming from the metal on top of the car of grating, like a knife piercing through aluminum. She moves her hand to the right and the left, she releases it. They'll know. She's written in the metal. Clarity lives. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad thing, isn't it? Or no, it's okay. Yeah, now they'll come for her. You guys can. They'll come for her brother. What? What? You've got to fucking tell us shit, Ven. I'm gonna tackle her. Roll your fight for me. Difficulty of six. Six, exactly. You land on top of her. She doesn't resist. It's you just are kind of towering over the top of her. Why? Because your brother's dead. You know this already. I'm going to snap her fucking neck, M. That's not your brother. That's Clarity Prime. Harmony will know exactly what this means. They'll blame either the Traveler or her. They don't know I exist. He didn't know, so they don't know. The only one who's assumed dead is Prime, right? This will take them off your trail. And I just sigh and step up off of her. As she starts to lift herself back up off the ground, if it makes you feel any better, they won't be able to touch him. Fuck yourself. Are you gonna push the car into the water, or do I have to do that? Fine. We should match it with the skid marks from our van, so it looks more realistic. Also, isn't Tibby down there? Yeah, you don't want to run him over, actually. I'll go get Tibby. And I walked down the hill. 
As you walk down the slope, Tibby sits at the bottom, rocking back and forth. Uh, uh, hey, hey. You gotta go. You gotta get up. We found Rachel's diary. Where? In Bucket's trunk. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He always knew more than he let on. Yeah. You didn't know him, but... He saved us more than once. He just... had a weird way of... He just wasn't very good with people. He did his best. He didn't deserve what he got. Marcus is dead. And I know that we all know, but... I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't. If I get my powers back, maybe I can heal him. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, maybe if I can heal things, maybe I can heal whatever part of him is still in there. Because there's got to be a part of him still in there. If we think about the way Mickey's powers work, and this traveler works, and the way that he put Billy in Billy's body or whatever, there's got to be a part of him there somewhere, so maybe I can heal him. But, but i got to make myself useful again, You're so use I can fix people. Stop. You're useful. The cost is too high. Please no, don't. it's not. It is. It's not on you. You don't have to save everyone. But we need to go. This car is coming down the hill in a sec. Okay. Don't leave me alone with clarity. I will kill her. Should have come back up the hill. I almost did. The two of you make your way back up to the top of the hill. Can I push this thing over now? Go ahead. If it makes it easier, just get back in the car and I'll join you. Momentarily. I'm not riding in the car with you. I'll walk. No. Vin and I will walk home. I like that better. As you all get inside the car, and M, you stand next to Clarity. With some sort of presence within her, her connection to Phobos, a Phobos that you believe to be gone, but you now know that can't be true, because you feel that connection as well. It radiates out of her. And the ground beneath the car begins to give way. But not softly. Violently. As it slips and the back end slides and the front end slides even quicker with the wheels cocked sideways. It flips. Tumbling, loud, crashing, breaking, falling as it hits the flooding river below, the splash. 
to never be seen. But you, M, as you look at Vin, or Clarity 7, or Clarity, and you think of the time you've spent, and the short life that you lived, that feels like a dream already, and you watch as her hands lower, it seems fitting that in this rain, the freshly dyed hair of bright red runs off, covering her hands. Thank you for listening to Colock 1991. I cannot thank you enough for choosing to spend your valuable time in this Chop Shop Pontiac Trans Am limousine with us. Let us know you enjoy the show on social media with hashtag Colock1991. That's K-O-L-L-O-K 1991. Until next time, passengers.